Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something year old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. Uh, okay, literally first and foremost, happy Aries season. You know, if you know, you know, Aries season means the freaking most to me. Bestie, 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 bestie. I have chills. I just turned freaking, forking, frocking, all the F words. 25. What the hell? Quarter life? crisis if you will yeah she's here and i'm queer i literally don't even know how to fathom the thought that i turned 25 this past monday april 4th for four freaking aries gang rise the f up i just don't know where time has gone it's crazy because i remember starting this podcast and the intro i might have to change it soon which i don't want to but it's like you're i talk about the early 20s but bestie i'm in my mid 20s now what the actual hell and I remember starting this podcast and it was like I like 22 things I learned at 22 or whatever. That was like one of the episode titles. And now I'm 25. What the hell? In all honesty, I had so much anxiety around my birthday and inching closer to my birthday just because it just means like getting older, time is passing me. And honestly, my love, I started to question like, am I doing enough things? Have I accomplished enough? Like, what did I accomplish at 24? Did I use my time wisely, etc.? All the things. And I kind of was spiraling. But honestly, all things to my besties and things to my true close friends in my life and my family for making me feel so special on my birthday. And also, um, in real time right now, it's April 6th on Thursday and tomorrow, April 7th on Friday, I'm actually going to be gallivanting, kikiing with my besties. And so the birthday celebration continues on. So I feel like I have like, I celebrate my actual birthday. I went out and got drinks, sushi, dinner with my besties, which was so magnificent. And I really enjoyed that. And then this upcoming Friday, I'll be going into DC, you know, girl, turning up. Let's let's be freaking real. I'm throwing a pregame with my besties. They're so gracious enough to host me. And we're heading into the city and we're going to gallivant, kiki, and do and get into trouble, you know, but like wish us luck as long as we're being safe. Um, wish me well. And that's why I'm low-key recording this podcast episode early because usually I record on the weekends, edit on the weekends, but I'm like, I probably will be unwell, um, rightfully so, because we're celebrating our quarter life and life in general. And I think, okay, so I was talking about a little bit of anxiety going into my birthday. And then I just realized, you know what, Tran, like aging is inevitable and we it's like, I'm going to embrace this or I'm going to freaking be a sad little bitch and um, I'm not going to be the sad bitch. So... I was like, how can I have a better perspective here? And I realized, you know, with aging and growing up, that means I'm living. I'm living longer. I'm, you know, able to experience life. I'm healthy. And I reflected on what 24 meant to me. And I really couldn't help but, like, give myself such a warm hug and, you know, feel so proud of myself of what I've accomplished at 24 and business growth and then mental growth and 
you know, running into this burnout and then like segueing into 25, there's a lot that I uncovered, a lot that I had to heal from. And I think that's what 24 was for me. And maybe next episode, I'll talk about my mistakes I made, what I've learned and all the things. But I think today, what I'm mostly inspired by and what I was mostly compelled to talk about to you about was more so redefining what it means to be productive and what it means to be busy and filling up our times and our schedule with so many jam-packed things that we're like, oh, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for that because we're just always so on the go, always so busy. And maybe I'm talking about myself, but you know, what is new here? I'm always talking about my own lived experiences and how can we share it together and how can we, you know, commemorate, hold space, rejoice and pivot and grow together because that's what this podcast is all about. And so today is no exception. I really wanted to talk about you know, productivity and filling up our schedules. And what does that mean to be productive? What does it mean to feel busy and all the things? So without further ado, number one, thank you for the warm wishes for my birthday. Number two, I will talk about all things 20s and what I've learned in my 24th year of life. Um, In next episode, I promise I won't forget. And number three, I think it's time to get into today's particular subject of Productivity and redefining productivity. For starters, I know this is going to be so annoying, but I think it'll be helpful to play a little bit of devil's advocate and just talk about, you know, especially as ambitious individuals. I know if you're listening into a podcast like this, you are a go-getter, you're self-driven, you fill up your day-to-day. And I think just as human beings, we fill up our day-to-days with just agenda item after agenda item. We think that being busy is something that we wear sometimes as a badge of honor because like we're busy, we're booked and we are hustling. And I think that's just the culture of our day and age, especially with social media. It's very much about in the masculine, hustle, hustle, hustle. And especially above everything else in your 20s, it's like always just trying to make your mark. And this comes from a lot of personal experience experiences as well for me and myself. And I think this is something that we first want to acknowledge of ourselves and and in the human nature and instinct. It's like being busy, I swear, now in our society is like wearing that as a badge of honor. And I absolutely understand, right? I first want to preface that first. But however, I think something I've realized as I've talked about being in this burnout season, in this exhaustion, uninspired season of my life, I've really had to be clear, redefine my goals, and really slow down in order to take actual impactful and actually productive steps forward because otherwise, I was just shooting myself in the foot. I was just exhausted, self-sabotaging because I was trying to look and seem and actually was so freaking busy. I never had time to really be deliberate with what I was doing, serve myself. I then got into a rut, got uninspired. And all of that ironically made me more, less, like less productive than I wanted, right? It's like, we have this goal to be productive. We get things done. But when you burn out, you end up having to take all these other steps backwards in order to take steps forward anyway. So you end up actually 
that was more of a disservice to me than if I were just to rest and incorporate rest in my schedule and incorporate time to recharge, incorporate time to be with friends, family, and be deliberate in the steps I was taking because what I was doing was not sustainable. And that's why I wanted to preface you know, all of our busy bees out here, all of us trying to make our mark, all of us trying to, you know, grind, grind, grind and be in this masculine energy of get shit done, how much that actually can prolong us from our goals and keep us from hitting our goals more than we realize because we aren't creating something that is foundational and stable and sustainable so that we can create sustained growth and the longevity of what we are working towards. And so how can we incorporate rest? How can we incorporate things that allows us to keep on doing things line by line and be quote unquote productive and get shit done and do the things that we promise ourselves to do? Because while I do believe um, it is good to take a step back and rest. There is power in doing the things that you said you would do, carrying out the promises you made to yourself because all of that leads to confidence. All of that leads to clarity. When you take steps forward, it allows you to realize what you love, what you don't love. When you go after your goals, dreams, and desires, things unfold for you. There's a lot of power and amazing meatiness that lays here, but it can only be tapped into and you can only relish in what it is and not wish it away and have it pass you by before you even know it by being present, by being intentional, and by being very serious about the life you want to live and not wishing it away by hustling so hard that life passes you by. So number one, do the task you told yourself you would do first with clear time blocking. This will go hand in hand. Time blocking and doing the task you did first. When you time block, create times like 30 minute intervals where you have to do the things that you said you would do that will move the needle forward in the goals you set out for yourself, whether it be content, business, career, work, whatever that is, laundry, etc. Anything that you're doing, create it in 30 minute intervals because I feel like that's where we are actually most focused. It's kind of like the Pomodoro timer. If you've looked that up on YouTube um, to really stay focused in what you are trying to do, have the Pomodoro timer up where it basically has 25 minutes to 30 minutes of work followed by a five minute rest because that's how we as humans operate the best. Having something that really locks us in for that time interval allows us to focus all of our energy in that one task so that we move the needle forward because it's enough time to stay focused, enough time to then take a rest followed after that interval of time blocking. And that's kind of what I do with work and with my nine to five, how I stay focused at my desk job, because otherwise I'm going to be scrolling my phone and then everything meshes together. And I don't know, okay, like, should I rest? Do I keep doing work? Because now everything is kind of locked into one day and in this eight hour of my work day. And I feel like I didn't really get much done because everything just seemed like one big day. And I wasn't really quote unquote productive because I didn't do what I needed to do and I didn't move the needle forward in a project per se. And so that's why I'm very serious about time blocking because when I time block for 30 minutes or an hour, I know I gave myself that time to get that task done. And so afterwards, I don't feel guilty about resting, but you only allot that for yourself. You only have that clear distinction if you time block, if you make it clear and you draw the line in the sand and you don't cross those boundaries that you made 
for yourself. You really have to define that discipline so that you don't then trickle into the emotions of what you will feel later on. You don't want to feel stressed. You don't want to feel overwhelmed or anxious or, you know, like all those feels. Then you need to be serious about your discipline. You need to time block. Do those things line by line so that during the time that you've allotted to get your work done, you're focused on just that and you're not sidetracked by anything else. And then afterwards, you aren't feeling resentful or regretful or upset at yourself because you now know, well, I deserve this time. I know that this time I've allotted myself to rest because I did the first needle moving thing that I told myself I would do. And especially around the guilt of resting and what comes with rest, right? Especially as busy people and as we want to be quote-unquote productive, we are constantly, even during the times we're resting, especially me, I'm like, while I'm resting on the couch and during my PTO right now, I'm like, should I be doing something? Should I go get my car washed? Should I go do my laundry? Should I clean the house? And it's like, you want to fill up those time. But like, the thing is, why should I do that? I've allotted myself, you know, X amount of weeks and days working and being productive when I was at work. This is my dedicated time to rest so that I can come back recharged, rejuvenated. And just like scaling it back to that Pomodoro effect, when you're allotting that time, like the 30 minute or an hour, hour interval to do your work, the five minute to 15 minute rest that follows after, you shouldn't feel guilty or you should train yourself to realize, you know, I'm not going to feel guilty because I've dedicated myself that time to do the work when I told myself I was doing it and I did it and I did that thing that I told myself I would do. So now I don't feel guilty resting because I know I deserve this time to rest, recharge and recoup because this is as equally as productive. You want your mind to recharge. You want your soul to be recentered so that you can take the right next steps forward with work, business, or whatever you do. And everything is a part of the big picture. Everything you do in that micro effect, that micro 30 minute or that micro one hour plays a big effect into the general week, right? Like it's like if you do those things, your general week, you'll feel so much more productive. You'll feel so much better into the weekend. You won't feel as stressed because you did the things that you said you would do during your work week. And all of that kind of compounds into your general quarter of work and then your date and then into the year so that you then get the promotion, right? Everything is a domino effect. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And so think of this like the rest of your life, right? Like I know I'm giving the example of work a lot because I do this a lot for work so that I stay focused, but the same can be done in any other aspect of your life as well. So just remember to time block so that you create clear distinctions between when you're working and when you're resting so that you avoid the guilt and anything that might come up like shame when you are resting. That's my number one for you. Number two is doing the hard thing first. I think that's what's the hardest it's like you know there's that one single needle moving thing you'd like to get done today but you might be procrastinating that the most and it's low-key at the back of your mind been there done that i still do it i'm not perfect but this serves as our reminder whatever that is the hard thing you want to do that first right because even when everything else is removed off your agenda and you don't get to get to the other things that you wanted to get done because maybe the other miscellaneous things are like getting a car wash, doing your laundry, but the biggest thing is 
submitting that project in on time today because the deadline is in two days. You low-key want to get that done today or probably yesterday. And so that's the single biggest thing that you need to get done today. But then you're also sidetracked by laundry, car wash, cooking dinner, etc. But you know the biggest needle-moving thing is that first item that I indicated regarding the project. Start with that. Chip away with that first and then incorporate the time blocking like I talked about so you stay on track with it. So you rest, you incorporate rest, but you also incorporate the times of dedicated work time, dedicated focus time so that you are actually chipping away at what you said you would do. And why I say do the hard thing first is because as we have our busy lives and as we can't really plan for the unpredictable things come up during the day and things that you couldn't prepare for and you get sidetracked, you don't feel guilty or shame later in the day because you started with the hard thing. You already did the hard thing first. That thing is checked off your agenda. And so let's say you get sidetracked, you won't feel as guilty or as bad if you get sidetracked because you know you already did the hard thing first that day. Does that make sense? And that's why I always remind myself like Tran, whatever you're procrastinating, you should probably do. Whatever you're pushing off, whatever you're not you're not addressing, but you know you should get done, let's get it done. Let's try to at least dedicate 30 minutes to getting it done so you avoid any guilt or shame later on. It's like we're trying to avoid all the unsexy, right? All the things that you know you feel when you don't do the things you tell yourself you would do. Bestie, I'm right there with you. I freaking get it because I I have things that I procrastinate I don't want to do as well, but I know I need to do it. And then, oh my gosh, just relish in the feeling of how you will feel once you get it done. That's my number three. Number three, relish in that feeling of how you will feel once you get it done. Oh, bestie. Oh, bestie. Girl, I, the first thing coming up to me is the gym because some days the last thing I want to do is go hit a leg day where I'm aching. I don't want to do Bulgarian split squats. I'm sorry. That can go fuck itself. I hate that more than anything. I feel like I'm about to shart myself. I feel like my brain is about to explode because I'm in so much pain. That's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to drive there. I'm so exhausted from work. The list goes on. But I relish in the feeling of how I'm going to feel the dopamine levels, how I'm going to feel when I see my gym crush, how I'm going to feel when I freaking sweat, a great sweat, I see the pump, I see my quads carved out, I see this bootylicious dump truck bursting out the seams of my Speedo this summer. Girl, all of a sudden, she is motivated. All of a sudden, I am packing my bags, I'm taking my pre-workout, I am busting my way down to miss the gym, okay? Um, yeah, yeah, that's how we're going to get her done. Anything to motivate me, anything to get myself out of that negative self-talk, any that that nagging narrative in the back of your mind, you know you are listening to, you know you need to let go of, I'm holding you accountable. Think of how proud you're going to feel when you do the things that you said you would do, when you show up for yourself, because everything you do for yourself, every step you take is a vote for the person you wish to become. How powerful is that? We keep thinking that we're going to magically arrive to our dream body, yada, yada, but we don't put in the work. Make it make sense, Miss Girl, okay? You gotta do the work, you gotta do the time, you gotta show up, you gotta show out and give it your all in order to earn your fruits of labor. And I promise you, that's where it's going to be so freaking worth it. So that's how you're going to move the needle forward when you don't feel like you're doing it. You want, you don't feel like you wanna do it. 
think of how proud you're going to feel when you do do it. And the last thing I wanted to preface on, which I feel like I wish I brought this up earlier because it's so prevalent to me right now as I talked about PTO, as I talked about taking time off burnout and in this burnout era, I have been so intentional with my rest and what that means to me and allowing myself to sit in rest, allowing myself to scroll my phone when I want to, be off my phone when I need to, you know, sit on the couch, go to the gym and just I took literally a week off of work for my birthday, but also for just like to recharge and recenter myself after being on this huge freaking hamster race and rat race of everything of life and feeling like I've been just floating through life, honestly, floating and also a mix of sprinting throughout life, you know, since graduating college um, with career, business, content and being a creator, etc., I feel like I needed to be intentional with taking time off, and that's where it started. I took a week off of work. I just got back from Dallas, and I still have the rest of this week off, which I'm so grateful for. I'm so, 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 like, intentional with this time I'm I'm using. I've been doing, honestly, the bare minimum of what's expected of me, and I couldn't be any happier. So if you've needed, like, a sign or permission, first of all, give yourself permission yourself, please. Okay. Like you need to be intuitive with your body and how you feel. And if you're looking for permission, this is it, but also please know when to give yourself permission to rest. I'm calling you out immediately, please. And you know, like through my own lived experience, like I'm telling you right now, girl, okay, you got to hold yourself accountable. And number two, because like if, if you don't do it, who else is going to do it for you? You know yourself better than anybody. And Coming back to this last point here of rest, I'm not going to feel guilty when I am resting because I did what I needed to do with the time blocking, with Pomodoro, with making sure I did the hard things first. I I talked about all that shit, right? Being productive. So during the time that I'm now resting, this is also my a part of my productivity. Resting is productive. Making sure you're clear in who you are, clear and grounded in your why, your purpose, and why you start started to do whatever you're doing with work, with career, with business, whatever you embark on, whatever has your name on it, you need a moment of stillness. You need a moment of coming back to that, coming back home to you. And how are you going to create that if you're always in the hustle, in the grind, in your masculine energy? And so, like I talked about, I am taking time off. I am resting. I am recharging my soul. And it feels amazing. It feels amazing to feel re-inspired again and feel like, I'm really gaining my personality back. You know, I swear that's from something. It's like, I I feel like it's from Mean Girls or something. I forget. But that's kind of where I'm at. And I feel so good. And I just wanted you to know that as well. Like, I wanted you to also see this journey of mine and also realize for all the imperfections for what it is, I'm making sure I create time to love it, love in on me and create time to reflect, pray, meditate, journal, be still, be present, and all the things that's easy to do, but also easy not to do, especially when you're in this season of work, 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 and hustle, hustle, we forget that, right? And so if this can be your reminder, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm your gay bestie. And so stop shaming yourself around rest. Stop, like, first of all, catch yourself when you are shaming yourself, because first of all, fuck that voice and fuck that. You need a rest. You need to allow yourself and grant yourself permission to just be alone and grab a coffee that you love. Do the things that inspire you again and do the little things that you ha- you've stopped doing because you've gotten so busy, right? And so this is your reminder. And 
I will leave you with this. How can filling up your schedule and wearing busy like a badge of honor honestly be self-sabotaging you, your life, and making you miss out on the simplicities of life and how much life is existing for you right now? Stop waiting for life to begin. Stop waiting to hit your next milestone, etc., to then start living, to then start feeling proud of yourself, to then feel gratitude. Because by then, it might be too late. You might not have anyone to celebrate it with. You might have missed out on all those other blessings that were supposed to be relished in, but are now all a part of the past. And I would hate for you to miss out on what life truly is right now for exactly what it is in its most raw form. So I wanted to remind you that, and I am so grateful to hold space with you because I'm learning all of this in real time. I'm not perfect. All of this comes from everything that I'm witnessing, experiencing now in this era of my life. And I'm just holding us accountable. Okay? I love you. Also, as I was recording this, I realized we hit 25K downloads as I've turned 25. So what a beautiful moment to celebrate with you. So I'm relishing in that. I'm going to celebrate that. I'm so grateful for you and I cannot wait to catch you so soon. Have a blessed day, my love. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.